The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia Capitol Police is increasing patrols around the Capitol complex after a bullet pierced the window of the Attorney General's office in Richmond Monday night. According to 8 News, the bullet was found on the sixth floor of the 13-story building, which is where Attorney General Jason Miares' office is located. The incident is still being investigated. Virginia Capitol Police say the bullet may have been fired into the window from outside. In a statement to 8 News, the Attorney General's office said there's no indication that the office or any individual employee was specifically targeted. Electric bills are rising across the country, including here in Virginia. Dominion Energy told state regulators that it's looking to increase monthly bills by 12 to 20 percent to meet the rising cost of fuel. Patrick Larson has more. If the costs are spread over three years, the Virginia Mercury reports that a standard residential bill could increase $15 monthly, depending on how much power you use. Dominion's website says fuel costs always increase over time as demand for electricity increases, but big spikes are less common. The company says this one is due to global supply instability brought on by inflation, the war in Ukraine, and the pandemic. Dominion is also requesting that state regulators let them cut back on other parts of customers' monthly costs. If that happens, the increase could look more like $9 for that standard residential bill. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The search begins again for a new head of the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles after reports that the incoming commissioner was accused of inappropriate behavior at his previous job. The offer to Peter Lacey, who ran Indiana's vehicle agency, was rescinded Tuesday morning once Governor Glenn Youngkin was made aware of Lacey's conduct. According to the Indianapolis Star, Lacey appeared intoxicated during a meeting last month and promptly resigned from his previous post. This was allegedly one of numerous times where Lacey drank on the job, made sexist remarks, and had angry outbursts. The city of Richmond has selected three firms to share their final plans to redevelop the area near the Diamond Baseball Stadium into a mixed-use neighborhood. The three finalists announced yesterday include Richmond Community Development Partners, RVA Diamond Partners, and Vision 300 Partners. City officials say these teams made the cut because of their initial designs for the Diamond District, financing approaches, and the community benefits. The city expects to select a firm and plan to move forward with in July. Loss of taste and smell are no longer the prevailing symptoms of a COVID-19 infection with the Omicron variant. Only 17% of patients infected with Omicron experience sensory loss, according to a new study by VCU. That's compared to 44% of Delta patients and 50% of those infected with the Alpha strain. Researchers say they hope the findings help them figure out how COVID-19 affects the senses. More research is also needed to discover if getting a vaccine prevents sensory loss. Today is World Orienteering Day, but don't worry if you don't know what that means. Ian Stewart explains. 
Um, this is a compass. That's William Mac McDonald of Boy Scout Troop 737. Using only a compass and a map, he and his troop followed a mile-long course around two lakes at the Albright Scout Reservation in Chesterfield County. I don't think I really ever learned how to use these. I'm excited to find out. Mac and his friends are trying to learn a skill known as orienteering to complete a badge requirement. But first, they needed help from scout leader Kevin Kessler. This is a direction of travel arrow, okay? This is the most important part of the compass, in my humble opinion, because you always follow the direction of travel arrow. Orienteering is a sport of navigation that uses elevation and points of interest, like trees or streams, to find your bearings. Ellen Stefaniak is from Orienteering USA. She says it teaches important skills, like how to find your way around the world. You know, it gives you a good spatial feel for the world around you. That, that I don't think you get from a GPS. Stefaniak says there are more than 70 orienteering groups nationwide, ranging from beginner to expert. Some even compete for the fastest time to finish a route. Ian Stewart, VPM News. A total lunar eclipse is coming this weekend, known as a blood moon. Catherine Hafner from partner station WHRO tells us how you can see it. On Sunday night, the sun, moon, and earth will align. That's what creates a total lunar eclipse, according to NASA. During the eclipse, the moon enters our planet's shadow. It's then bathed in a coppery red light, which is why it's called a blood moon. You'll have to stay up to see the eclipse on the east coast. It starts around 11.30 p.m. Sunday, peaks 12 minutes after midnight, and ends just before 2 a.m. You don't need any special glasses to view it, and you can see it from anywhere. But of course, binoculars or a telescope will help. And what you can see depends on the weather. That was Catherine Hafner reporting. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.